Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. AJMC gets ready to host the ACO Coalition. Iowa tries to leave the ACA. And World Obesity Day brings troubling news about childhood obesity rates. Welcome to This Week in Managed Care. I'm Laura Jost. If the uncertainty in today's healthcare market concerns you, Join us in Nashville for the fall meeting of the ACO and Emerging Healthcare Delivery Coalition. Plenary speakers, Dr. Shantanu Agarwal of the National Quality Forum and Clay Alsbach of Levitt Partners lead an all-star faculty lineup to discuss topics that include clinician burnout and how to make sense of what's happening in Washington. To learn more and to register, visit AJMC.com. President Trump this week signed an executive order to follow through on his promise to allow insurance sales across state lines. Specifically, the order directs federal agencies to rewrite rules and allow trade associations to offer health plans that would be exempt from regulations of the Affordable Care Act. While these plans might save groups money in the short run, health plans and the National Association of Insurance Commissioners warned that this step could invite a race to the bottom. Trade association plans could set up in states with the least restrictive regulations and could select the healthiest customers, health plans warn. Thus, there are concerns this step will undermine the risk pool and harm those with pre-existing conditions. The American Academy of Actuaries also opposes the order because earlier ventures with loosely regulated plans left consumers without coverage. In a policy statement, the group said, A key to sustainability of health insurance markets is that health plans competing to enroll the same participants must operate under the same rules. The state of Iowa has asked for a waiver to opt out of healthcare.gov and create a state-run system. Those in Iowa buying ACA plans face steep premium increases for 2018, but published reports say President Trump has personally intervened with HHS to oppose Iowa's request. While the ACA remains the law of the land, employers and large purchasers of healthcare are still experimenting with new payment models. Catalyst for Payment Reform, which represents these groups, has selected three states to test a new set of metrics called a scorecard, which measures how well individual markets are doing with payment reform. AJMC spoke with Linda Schwimmer, president and CEO of the New Jersey Healthcare Quality Institute, which is one of the three state-level groups that will test the new metrics. The scorecard is really going to help employers and state purchasers and health plans take a look at whether their focus on moving away from fee-for-service to alternative payment models such as a patient-centered medical home or an accountable care organization, whether or not that's working. There's a lot of different strategies that a purchaser can take. They can shift costs so that employers, employees or beneficiaries have to pay more. Um, they can narrow networks. They can have high deductible plans. There's a lot of different strategies they can take. One strategy is moving towards alternative payment models. And people think that they're working, they have a sense that they're working because it's aligning incentives, but we really need to know for sure, um, at least whether they're working directionally. And so that's really the purpose of this scorecard is it's to help purchasers and policymakers know, are we moving in the right direction? Are we improving quality with this focus on new models? 
And if we are, then let's keep at it. And, and that's really what we're trying to show directionally, how things are going. For more, visit AJMC.com. Wednesday was World Obesity Day, and the World Health Organization used the day to highlight a study in the journal Lancet, which found that childhood obesity has increased by more than tenfold since 1975. Obesity rates for both girls and boys were less than 1% worldwide in 1975 and are now 5.6% for girls and 7.8% for boys. Said Leanne Riley, the study's lead author, the trends show that without serious concerted action to address obesity, from improving diets and providing the means by which to increase physical activity, to implementing the health system measures required to address overweight and obesity in young people early on, then the health of millions of people will be needlessly placed in great jeopardy, leading to immense human and economic costs to communities. Earlier in the week, CDC released data highlighting links between rising obesity rates and certain cancers. For all of us at the Managed Markets News Network, I'm Laura Jost. Thanks for joining us. And to learn more about any of the stories in this podcast, visit the website at AJMC.com or see the show notes.